Hi, I'm Macaulay Jones. Dick Johnson from DJR Team Penske, and you're on Inside Supercar. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel. We're counting down to Bathurst now. It's, it's still a month away, but uh, we've had Tail and Bend. We're now for the penultimate round this weekend at Tail and Bend. And boy, there was some pretty good racing last weekend, weren't you agree, Craig? Yes, it, it certainly showed that the soft tyre, which they're all worried about using in previous years, did make for some interesting racing. And as we heard from Phil Keed, made for some interesting uh, decision-making overnight after they saw how the tyres were performing. But it's been interesting to see now that so much is ready. The stage is set, as they say, for Bathurst. It's that one race that everyone has to get through. And what was also fascinating this weekend, Tony, is the fact that we've seen probably the most damage since the drivers went on the road of any race meeting uh, so far the supercars have had post-Sydney uh, Motorsport Park. Indeed, and of course added to that was probably for the very first time ever the three benchmarks in our category, that being McLaughlin, Wind Cup and Van Gisbergen, each got their own penalties for driving infringement. Well, I don't think I've ever remember that occurring before. Now, we've had incidents where one or other of those three have had it, but this time all three over the three races. It's quite extraordinary. And as you'll hear Thomas Randall talking in the show, he talks about the pressure of being on the road, the pressure of the series. It's an interesting predicament for all the drivers to be in that, you know, you make a mistake and take somebody else out, it's going to come back and bite you. And I think that wonderful old adage that, you, you damage somebody else, we'll damage your weekend. And I think that's uh, terrific to see. But getting ready for Bathurst, there's uh, been announcements made recently. Um, first of all, the good thing is they've said there's going to be a crowd allowed, 4,000 people only. And, of course, the track can take many, many thousands more than that. But 4,000 per day, which means that uh, over the four days, they could get cumulatively a, a 16,000 crowd which is certainly a decent number. And when you uh, load them up around the, the bottom of the track and a few over the top, will mean that uh, the drivers will have somebody to look at and wave back to when they're going past. Um, that's the one good thing. The unfortunate part of it also is there'll be no camping. So for the first time in over 50 years, there'll be a, just empty paddocks. No one, uh, no one's sitting out there. But they have come down also and told us that uh, – the four categories that will be running, they're all tin top categories, um, but no GT. The GTs have been pulled. I don't know exactly why, but they're going to have Super 2, Super 3, which is terrific because they've got to finish the series. You've got T, the, the 86 series, Toyota 86 series. They're going to be there, along with um, the category that ran at both Townsville and Taylor Men, Aussie tin tops. And I think from the feedback, the little feedback we're getting, that uh, – the crowd likes seeing a whole bunch of strange-looking cars, ones that normally aren't on track at these sort of meetings. That and some historics, which means that the blokes bring out their Alteranas and Falcons and Valiants and everything. So that's great, and I think that'll be terrific to have a decent number of categories at Bathurst, because obviously with a big track, you need those uh, those bigger categories. 
Um, from your point of view, um, Talon Bend offers a, a different choice this weekend because it's a different track. Yes, uh, track, but of the same. So uh, they are cutting the circuit, um, I wouldn't say in half, but you're probably getting about, uh, what would you say, about five, five-eighths of the track they were running on last weekend. Perhaps we'll see some better. Um, perhaps we'll see some better performance uh, from some teams on that slightly shorter circuit, without that big hard series of right-handers. We'll just have to wait and see. A lot of people have been saying to me um, in different uh, different areas of the supercars paddock. They think this circuit might actually be a better circuit racing. So that will be something that we, as we've seen so many times throughout this year, supercars are getting a free kick to try to try things. And you never know, this circuit might be more exciting, more interesting than the longer circuit. And perhaps we would never have found this out had it not been for COVID-19. Now, I am quickly trying to find an email I was sent uh, today from the Bend because they're planning to have a street party at the Bend on Friday night. So obviously uh, I'm mindful of saying too much about parties and things around um, around Victorians who, and particularly Melburnians who are still uh, locked up solid. But I think that's a, a good thing because it did look like a, a reasonably solid crowd at the Bend for what they were allowed to achieve and and if we can see you know a bit more participation from the crowd the drivers referred to that right throughout the uh, racing that it was great to have so many people on the hill watching them last weekend all right well let's get on and uh, hear from Thomas Randall telling us his exploits at the weekend uh more to do with uh, getting ready for next weekend because he goes back to Tail and Bend on uh, Friday night for a one-day session or one one session as a co-driver of the number eight car. Fresh back from Tail and Bend, a weekend uh, competing, not with supercars, but you spent some time in the garage and you obviously would have watched the, uh, the races. It was pretty good racing mostly, wasn't it? Oh, it was fantastic. And like you, like you touched on there before, I, I did get to spend a little bit of time in the Brad Jones garage. I got to hop in Percat's car just to make sure that was all comfortable and it was extremely comfortable. But the racing was phenomenal. I mean, it didn't go so well for Nick. I mean, they had a really quick car, but just tyre life that they really struggled with. And I mean, I saw a lot of a lot of chunks out of a lot of tyres, as everyone would have seen on TV. But certainly the Saturday race, was was pretty entertaining. I mean, that sort of last fallout battle with Vengisberg and Coulthard and LeBrock, and it was great to see Bryce Ford get his maiden podium. And then, yeah, Sunday was filled with more drama and a big sort of semi-shunt in the final race. But um, if if that's anything to go by, I think this weekend will be will be just as entertaining. It's a fascinating thing that. Uh one of the most dynamic parts of the weekend was that three of, well, they have to be the class-leading drivers, that being 
Scotty McLaughlin, the two times champion. Shane Van Gisbergen, a one-time champion, and of course Jamie, seven-time champion. For the first time, I ever remember that those three on the same weekend, and I'm sure it is likely, they all got penalised for improper passes. They were careless. Mm. I don't think anyone would certainly deem this intentional, but each of them got a 15-second penalty for turning another driver around. I thought that was fascinating, and that to me clearly seems a pressure that's coming. Yeah, and well, yeah, all three got driving infringements. So, um, obviously, like you said, the pressure is getting to them. I think probably also being on the road now for, for so long, you know, I mean, lots of concentration and frustration. It all just adds up, and, you know, everyone's got a, I guess, a, a boiling point, and we, we certainly saw that. But Scott was able to bounce back and, and score a win on Sunday. So, and then Van Gisbergen bounced back. He got a win as well. So, I mean, it's, it just shows how professional these drivers are. You know, they get knocked down um, once and then they can come back up. So, um, but it, it, it made it great for the fans. And, you know, I thought all the penalties were deserved. Um, and that's what happens. You know, you've got to learn from, everyone makes mistakes and you've got to learn from them. So, but, you know, at the end of the day, it provided great entertainment and that's what, that's what it's all about. Mm. Now you head back to the bend this weekend with an important duty. You might not be racing the Bentley again, but you are going to get some time in the Brad Jones Racing Commodore, and that is going to be crucial as you get ready to head to Bathurst. Absolutely, yeah. I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones that gets to actually drive the car, drive the there or the co-driver gets to drive the main car before going to Bathurst. There's not many that get that opportunity. I mean, a lot of people are going to be waiting until Bathurst. So um, I'm very fortunate that I'll get to do half an hour or 20 minutes. I'm not quite sure how long it is, but in Nick Perricat's R&J Batteries, BJR prepared Commodore, and that will be of the West Circuit at Taylor Bend, which none of us have driven on yet. So that should be good. But it'll just be great to get my iron and, and make sure I'm comfortable in the car. Like I said, I, I got to sit in the seat, in his seat uh, last Friday, and everything felt really comfortable. We doesn't, I don't think we're going to need to run an insert, which is fantastic. And hopefully we can also do a little bit of driver change practice uh, on Friday afternoon when I get there just to, you know, sort of get things underway because we're not really going to get much of an opportunity before the great race. And you really want to be, I know this year's tough, but you, you always want to be as well prepared as possible. And we'll just try and do the best with, with what we've got. Now, are there... Similarities in the Taylor Bend track, particularly the uh, the West Circuit, that are going to be good for understanding what the car can do at different corners when you get to Mount Panorama, or is the track? Are there no similarities uh, between Bathurst and any other track in Australia? Look, I think braking performance is going to be a similarity. I mean, you've obviously got quite a big stop at Turn One at Taylor Bend, and then you've also got a big stop at, at the Chase. Uh, in terms of high-speed corners, I mean, there's not really any on the west circuit apart from turn five, the fast left-hander. But um, another dissimilarity is that they're running on softs, whereas it, when we get to Bathurst, we'll be running on hards. And they were also running on softs last weekend. So there's a little bit of dissimilarity there, but I think just to make sure the platform of the car is is good leaving tail and bend, I mean, 
no matter where you are, you want the car to corner well. And Talon Ben's quite a smooth circuit. Bathurst is quite a smooth circuit. Um, and also your straight line speed, I think, is important, which, you know, it's, it's, I think it's a kilometre long straight at, at Talon Bend. So if you haven't got a good top speed there, um, you're going to struggle down Conrad at Bathurst. So, yeah, I think there are, there's always some similarities and there's always some dissimilarities. Um, I think the main thing is to try and hopefully get on top of the tyre life. Now, whether that will be an issue at Bathurst, I'm not sure because, like I said, we'll be on the hards and normally tyre deg isn't really a thing at Bathurst. You kind of get negative deg there. Your lap times actually get better as uh, as the fuel burn you know, goes down and and as the car gets lighter, you normally get quicker and you see lap times uh, continue to drop throughout the race. So um, it will be interesting. I, I think Nick and his engineer, Andrew Edwards, will go back after last weekend and see what they can improve because I think they had a really quick car. They just, yeah, struggled with tyre life. And if they get on top of that this weekend, that'll just give the team and myself and Nick a lot more confidence going to Bathurst. But if you put away the actual race results, I mean, this year Nick has been really strong and um, it's given me a lot of confidence for going into Bathurst. Now, talking about that, we've seen that the grid is now set for Bathurst and you've got uh, as co-driver teammates an interesting combination, Tim Blanchard, Jack Perkins and Jordan Boys, all mm. co-drivers at uh, BJR. Yeah, that's going to be uh, fantastic. So definitely plenty to learn there and um, it'll be great to see how Jordan goes in his first Bathurst 1000. I'm sure he's super excited. I know I was last year and I'm just as excited to be going there again this year. I mean, especially now, given the current climate, like to just even be able to do Bathurst knowing how many restrictions are in place all around the country. Is, is yeah, I feel very privileged, and I think Jack's going to be a great teammate to Jack Smith. I'm sure Jack Smith will run a lot of Jack Perkins, as uh, Perkins has done many Bathurst and was on the podium there last year. And Tim Blanchard, well, he's really a veteran as well. You know, he's done plenty, of, plenty of miles there as the main driver and as a co-driver to Nick last year. So um, I think it's going to be really. There's not many bad lineups this year. You know, they're all really strong. And even Scotty publicly came out today and said that it's going to be a really tough race to win. I mean, it's never easy, but looking at all the pairings, you're going to have to be the one that makes the absolute least mistakes and has a quick car and, and you're consistent throughout the entire 161 laps. 15 of the 23 drivers, that putting aside the... Uh, Kostecki uh, Goddard car of, uh, you know, who are obviously rookies in the field, putting aside that car, 15 of the 23 co-drivers have been full-timers. You know, Fiori, Slade, it just, you know, just goes on and on and on, um, mm. which really bodes well. And, of course, you, while you've done um, only the one full-time gig, which was last year at Salem Bend in the uh, Tickford Gandia Mustang, um, yeah. it's... It, it really is terrific to see such a high-quality field. And as you say, it's the least number of mistakes, which means that these test days are important, you know, this opportunity to get behind the wheel, try the car, so bed down with the team. 
it's something that um, obviously is going to be very enjoyable for you getting that weekend beforehand, even if it's only just the one day. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not even just the one day, it's just the one session, but uh, looking at the schedule for Bathurst, it looks like there's going to be an extra co-driver session, which is great. I'm just to make it for everyone, and um, it's got to be on your game, really. It's going to be such a tough weekend. I mean, especially because it's Bathurst, the hardest track we have in the country, and uh, going up against, like you said, a lot of ex-main series drivers. So, um, something I've never been a main series driver. I've driven in the main series once as a as a as a main driver, like you touched on at Taylor Ben. So, I don't know what's going to happen, Tony. I think it's going to be going to be great to watch, as it always is, and. If Scotty is able to steal the championship next weekend or this weekend, I'm sure he'll just be going out guns blazing. But if not, he'll probably be slightly more conservative to make sure that he can win the championship. Indeed, yes. Uh, I think Mr. Penske likes his championships. Um, so uh, keep on racking him up, Scotty, just for Mr. Penske. Um, speaking of championships, of course, you've got a responsibility to get back into your Nissan. Um, mm. You've spoken to Matty White in the last few days? Yeah, I've spoken to him. Uh, he's looking forward to Bathurst, and I believe they'll be heading up to quarantine on Monday, and then they'll be ready to roll as in the week of, uh, of Bathurst. So it's great that him and all the team are willing to quarantine for two weeks prior to the race. I'm very lucky I don't have to because. I'm from, uh, sorry, I moved to Queensland um, temporarily and I would have skipped all quarantining. So I'm very lucky in that sense. I'll just drive to Bathurst the week of the race and then drive back to Melbourne afterwards and um, it'll just be business as usual as can be when I get back to Melbourne. I, I will draw you up on something when you say uh, you've been very lucky. It's good management that's got you there, Thomas. Not, not good luck. It's good management. Okay, so don't yeah. don't sort of deny your own your own abilities mm. to actually organise yourself. Um, and uh, you you last drove the uh, Nissan that was back in uh, Sydney at uh, Sydney Motorsport Park. Um, we had uh, pretty good success. Um, was there much wanting in the car? That you know, I mean, it's obviously an experienced car. You know, raced by uh, Kelly's for a number of years, and then Matt White had them for three years at least. Yeah, no, I mean, there's probably still a little bit more that we can get out of the car, but um, you're always just constantly learning. And the Nissan has been a very competitive car in the Super Two. Matt Matt White runs a great operation. You know, he's got good good people working for him. Um, you know, he listens to what the drivers' feedback. Is I mean he's an, he's an ex driver so he knows he knows what's up and we've got some good great engineers and everyone just works together as one and I've got some you know Jay no Jay is a great teammate uh, Zach's a great teammate as well he's a great bloke and um, we're just trying to enjoy ourselves and keep the pressure off as much as possible even though we're all there to do a job and apart from Saturday mishap in the under safety car with the safety car, it, uh, it all went really well. So probably the best way to be heading into Bathurst is to be leading it, and I yeah, can't wait to drive around that track 
in the miss. And I think after seeing how it went there last year, I'm yeah, very much looking forward to that. It's been interesting to hear Supercars talking about perhaps a couple of standalone or one standalone race for the Dunlop Super 2s. Do you have any feeling about how many cars might be at Bathurst and then the likelihood of a championship finale, which is all about you guys at another race later in the year? Yeah, look, I'm not 100% sure who will be coming to Bathurst. I mean, I know we will be. Um, hopefully as many teams as possible because, you know, want you want a fair fight. But uh, in terms of another round, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I think if we're not supporting supercars and if we're not on on TV, then there's probably really no point for us, you know, because we've got sponsors as well. Um, so personally, I think it probably should end with the supercars at Bathurst. Um, because it's you know they're, they're crowning a supercars championship, and I think they should crown a super two series winner as well on the same weekend. It's what normally what happens at Newcastle, the final round. So I think yeah, trying to have an extra round probably wouldn't work. And look, I my best guess is that the borders will probably still be closed between New South Wales and Victoria. So no matter doesn't really matter where they were to have an event. One te- at least one team would have to quarantine anyway, and I don't think anyone's going to want to do that, to be honest. Thomas, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, glad you had your weekend in the sun at uh, Taylor and Ben with the GT, and we uh, would love to talk to you uh, after your session on Saturday, um, maybe on the Sunday night after uh, this weekend's second event at Taylor and Ben. So best of, uh, best of all, and... Uh, we uh, hope your preparation for Bathurst uh, is just as good as the thing will, main game will be for you when you get there. Thank you very much, Tony. I appreciate that and look forward to speaking to both of you very soon. And that's Thomas Randall from currently on the Gold Coast, but he is from the BJR R&J Batteries, Nick Perkat Commodore. And uh, we look forward to hearing from him on his exploits this weekend coming. And until next time on Inside Supercars from Craig Ravel and Tony Whitlock. It's good night from me. And good night from him. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more. Or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.